you. Atlee Mosley from Sky Racing, a very good morning. How are you? I'm well, Mido. How are you guys? Very well, thank you. Let's start with the Tab Silver Slipper. They're at Rose Hill sure. Gardens, race four <laughs> on the card at a quarter past two to jump tomorrow where we have, surprise, surprise, Waterhouse Bot dominating the market with straight charge at 240, espionage at 260. Who are you with? How do you see it unfolding? Well, I'm with Espionage. Uh, I'm really keen on this horse. He's been one of my favourites from the very beginning. I remember him as a yearling and I've just followed his progress and saw him at the trials the other day. Love the way that he's come back in. I think he had that little bit of furnishing to come and that's exactly what he's done over the break since going out after winning the Breeders' Plate. So I'm with Espionage, but I am very nervous about straight charge and then just touching on a few of the others. Gatsby's, there's a huge rap on this horse. Um, I'm sure a few of us have seen his recent trials. Uh, everyone's been talking about him. So he's in to run tonight at Canterbury in race one. But the the interesting part of this is that Tommy Berry's booked to ride him tomorrow and he's elected to choose that ride over a couple of the others in the race. So I think that suggests that Tommy's rolling the dice should he not run at Canterbury tonight, which is a bit touch and go at this stage. You now we're only 7am at the moment um, to see for scratchings. But should that track stay in the heavy range, I, I'd imagine that they might wait until tomorrow with him. So it's a real watch in the next half hour because if he doesn't scratch out of tonight, then I would be having something on him tonight, Gatsby's. Um, but then we'll just watch him for tomorrow. And then the other one I thought, uh, is a really interesting watch at odds and the fact that they've elected to send her around against the boys is celerity. So we saw her come out, what she did with James behind the barriers. Um, then she came out and she was slow away. I think she missed the kick by about one and a half lengths and she was only two lengths off the winner. So she's just got to smooth out those barrier manners and I think she'll be a really lovely filling in time. So I'm with espionage and celerity each way. What about the Millie Fox Alley? So well, it's really exciting, actually, to see all these good fields and good horses returning and good horses who we've had in work for a little while and all the like. Um, so it's a pretty open field is what I would say. I think um, for me, I've always been a bit of a fan of her and she had a bit of a, wasn't necessarily a mishap, but in, at one time she just, I think, got her foot through the back of the barriers in her last trial. So um, don't. Don't be too concerned with how she trialled, albeit she trialled well enough. She was uh, fifth in that most recent trial, but I think she's one who will heavy the soft, will handle the soft conditions. Which horse um, did you say? Sorry, Ali. Lechfart. Sorry, I oh, Lechfart. Lechfart. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> I'm with Lechfart, but in truth, it's probably not a race that I would be keen to to dive into. So I wouldn't be um wouldn't be making her my best bet. But I, I'm just a fan of. A fan of her, and I liked her most recent trials back in first for the first up run. Need to ask you your opinion of Vienna Princess as Loz has got it to run top two in his multi. In the Wait, what else? What else do we have in the multi, Loz? Uh, Foxy down in Melbourne in the PDA okay. to run oh, top beautiful. four. Mm. Beautiful. Um, well, she's got first up form on the board, Vienna Princess. She's running the money, so she's just got to run top two. Her trials have been relatively quiet, but she always seemed like a filly who was mixing it with the best of them last preparation and she ended up I think she won the Silver Eagle in the end didn't she um giving her a slot into the Golden Eagle that golden ticket so um I think she was always the overlooked mare last prep and she's got first up form on the board she should be able to handle the soft or even heavy track should we um get into that range if we get another storm this afternoon so I can't see why she can't run top two loss Thank well, you, Al. Yeah, well, she's not overlooked tomorrow. Mm. She's carrying Loz's weight. Well, Ali's right. just assessing <laughs> the way I looked at it. <laughs> Let's go to the Hobartville. Uh, race eight on the card. Uh, Tom Kitten, $3.20 end cap at $6.00. Eight and longer the rest. How do you see it? 
He's another one, Tom Kitten. I thought he had a bit of improvement to come when I saw him in the yard first up. He looked like he was sort of just there for a bit of a day out in the Apollo and he did his best work when he hit the line for about the last 50 metres. So <laughs> obviously the um, rise to 1,400 will suit him, but I, I would like to watch him a bit later on in the prep should the track, again, like I said, well, I'm a bit on weather watch at this stage because we're on a soft seven at the moment, but having a look at what's happening, it's about 37 degrees. I think at Rose Hill out there today and then the potential of another storm. So should that storm not hit us and we have that really good drying day, the track could stay in the soft range and we'll be starting in the soft range tomorrow. But if we get another deluge of rain, it'll be interesting to see which way it goes. So I think if we do end up getting more rain and we stick to that, um, you know, soft seven, maybe even heavy eight, I'm with Tom Kitten. But if if that's not the case, I think Ducas is a really lovely horse. He had... A lot of improvement to come when he won at Warwick Farm. Uh, he just was not screwed down at all, albeit it was maintenance in the middle of the week. But he was mixing it with the best last preparation. I know Michael Friedman has a pretty nice opinion of them. So keen on Ducasse. And then I, I, it's going to be tricky from the draw. But I, Celestial Legend was one that I wanted to follow out of the Apollo as well. So I like those two at odds. But Tom Kitten, I think, should be hard enough to beat, should we should we be staying in that range at the track. And what about down in Melbourne in the Futurity? Do you reckon Mr Brightside can notch up another group one? Yeah, I do. I think I've, I've got to be with him. He's, he's short enough, as he always is. I think he's, what, a dollar fifty now or something? Yeah, $1.50. Um, yeah, he's short enough, but I think it's certainly his race and he's come back in super this prep, and I think everyone will be cheering for him regardless because he's just such a fan favourite. And uh, the Oakley Plate and Blue Diamond, both open affairs. Uh, any fancies in either of those group ones? Oh, the Blue Diamond is just, as it always is, a bit of a blow at the stumps. Look, I'm not totally across what everyone's been talking about with this track in Melbourne and everyone suggesting that the rail will be off, particularly throughout the day. So that's made me a little bit nervous for a few of them, the likes of... Yeah. Um, Barry I don't, one, Loz. Don't want to hear that. Well, Barry two. You've got a soft draw. Barry two, we've got a soft draw, yeah. yeah. Conjecture around it, but I, I'm, I'm keen on Lady of Camelot. I think that Sydney form can, can really stack up and she's, I guess, drawn ideally to get around that. And then... Um, I'm with King's Gambit. I know, again, there's been all this chat about him, about whether Barrier One's the right spot that you want to be. And some people are saying he's a, he's a moral at four four bucks or whatever he is, 450. And other people are saying you're mad if you take it. I, I think the biggest thing for him will be his, his attitude. Um, he was at the races last Saturday in Sydney. They took him there for a day out. They've been working so hard to get him mentally right. Um, he's got 50 on his back. Jamie can't know him now. I, I'm with him. I think I'm not. I'm, I'm a little worried about the barrier with the way everyone's going on about it. But I just think he's the class horse of the race. Whether you think he should have won more races as a two-year-old, I think if his mental state is right this prep, I can't see why he shouldn't be able to win that race pretty, pretty well. What is your best bet or bets? So um, I'm starting tonight, actually, and as I said, the first one comes up in race one, but it'll be really touch and go as to whether they actually do run tonight or tomorrow, and that's Gatsby's in the first. Uh, And then I'm going all the way to the last race, um, and should the track play fair. So we'll have a bit of a watch on this to maybe just save until we get to the last. But I think Infinity, if there's a real sense of timing now about her third up, uh, it should be her race to win. She's well-placed, so we'll just keep an eye on her, though. And then... In race nine tomorrow at Rose Hill, I want to have a little something on Quick Tempo and Key Largo. So they're both over the odds, and I think they can both run top four. 
So I'm not sure how we can play that, but I think have something on quick tempo and key largo to both run top four in the ninth event at Rose Hill tomorrow. Okay, that's numbers five and six. Both are $23 and $6 the place as it stands. Love it, Ali. You have a great uh, weekend. Thanks, guys. Enjoy tomorrow.